0: This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back. Remember, more information about the show, more information about our guests, or anything that you may have missed is available on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Just head there now and follow us there now and like us there as well. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. In the studio with me this morning, we're joined by award-winning New York Times best-selling author and former National Teacher of the Year, Sharon Draper. She's here this morning to talk about her latest book, a sequel to one of her most beloved novels, Out of My Mind Comes the Book Out of My Heart. It's our pleasure to welcome Sharon Draper to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning. How are you? I am delighted to be here. All right. So let's talk about this. First of all, I feel like I have to say congratulations. Copper Sun just was selected as Time Magazine's 100 best young adult books of all time, not just, you know, over the last five years, not of this year, but of all time, of all time. That was absolutely incredible. Oh,
1: my goodness. That was exciting. (laughs) That was Copper Sun and it came out 20 years ago, 20 years ago. Are you kidding me? Yes. And it has it has it's always been a stable in many, many schools it's been a learning tool, it's been a teaching tool, and it's
0: been part of my heart for a very long time. So since the book is making noise here, I feel like we have to tell everyone about Copper Sun. Just tell us a little bit about it. And I think around the time you were writing this book is when we first met. I remember you researching this book.
1: Yes, I I went to Africa uh, three or four times uh, as research because I, it had to be real you can't write about a place unless you've been to the place. I can't do fake. So I went to Africa. Um, I w- went through the villages. I stayed in, uh, in the village. I didn't stay in the hotel. I stayed in the village with the people. Uh, I learned about the, the food and the water and the dancing and the, and the protocol and the extreme attention to family that the people had in the various places that I was able to go to. Um, they was, Everybody was so family-oriented and so welcoming. They treated me like I belonged there. Okay. And so tell us a little bit about Copper Sun, if you will. Okay. In Copper Sun, which is fictional, there's a young girl who – uh, she's about 15 or 16. She's happy. She has a mother who loves her, a father who loves her, a little brother who gets on her nerves. And everything is wonderful. And one day, strangers come to their village. And they'd never seen people with skin the color of milk. But they welcomed them into the village and they celebrated and they danced and they fed them. And as soon as the celebration was over, the strangers pulled out guns. They didn't even know what guns were. They called them weapon sticks and killed a number of the people and took um, Amari as a slave. Her mother and her father and her baby brother were all killed. And she's taken as a slave, put on a ship, and brought to a new country where she did not know anyone or anything and did not understand the language.
0: I have to say, and I maybe I shouldn't say this, but that is one of my favorite Sharon Draper books. It probably is my favorite Sharon Draper book. You can say it. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Good, good. So let's, let me ask you this now. When I was looking on social media and you posted about this Time magazine Um, that we just talked about the book being selected as one of the best young adult books of all time. And one of the things that struck me is that you had a lot of of your uh, contemporaries, your colleagues, um, writers, chiming in, congratulating you. And there seems to be this mutual love society between you and all the other young adult authors, um, Jason Reynolds, Sharon Flake, Jacqueline Woodson. What are those relationships like?
1: Uh, it's wonderful to be able to know those people because I admire and respect them as writers and as people, and we're friends. We haven't seen each other in a long time because we haven't been able to come together and meet each other like we usually do at conferences and so forth, but um it's a fairly small community of writers, and so we support each other. And when one wins an award, all of us celebrate. And when one is, is featured as, as a, a special, you know, gets some kind of special
0: recognition, all of us uh, recognize. We're family. Now, with very limited um, to no school visits with the pandemic, how have you kept yourself busy? Um, I have learned to Zoom Okay, I do not like Zoom,
1: but it is a way to connect to people. I don't like sitting in a room in a chair talking to children on a screen. I would much, 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 much rather be in person, but we couldn't do that. So for the past year, I have done dozens and dozens and dozens of Zoom meetings with schools, with students, with teachers, with teacher groups, Um just trying to talk to them and give them something to hold on to during that year of uncertainty. All right.
0: And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. More information about the show can always be found on our Facebook page. Like us and visit and follow us on Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. In the studio with me now, we're joined by Sharon Draper. Sharon Draper is a multi-award winning New York Times bestselling author, former Teacher of the Year from right here in Cincinnati at Walnut Hills High School. She taught there for a number of years. Now, let's talk about this now. A few months ago, you revealed the cover of your newest book, which is a sequel to one of your most beloved novels, Out of My Mind. What made you decide to write a sequel?
1: Um,
0: I had no intention
1: to writing a sequel to Out of My Mind. I've said. A thousand times. Nope, that's it. It's one and done. I'm not doing it. I have done the absolute perfect job of describing this child's life. I'm not going to do any more. But I kept getting letters hundreds and hundreds of emails and letters from students and teachers mostly from students who said i want to know what happened what happened to to <laughs> melody what you know what what happened as she got older what did she do how did she grow up did she you know is she happy everybody cared so much about this young lady so i finally decided to write a sequel and it's called out of my heart and um it takes melody uh even though it's been 10 years, she's a year older. Uh, Funny how that happens. Yes, novels, <laughs> characters in novels age very slowly. So um, in the new book, she goes to summer camp. And in out of my mind, she's very, very always accompanied by her mother or her father or her family or or her um, caregivers, or Mrs. V, the lady next door, who kind of keeps an eye on her. Uh, so in the sequel, I had to create something new to happen to this child. So if you have a little girl who's in a wheelchair, who can't walk, can't talk, can't do much of anything on her own, how do you write 200 pages of a sequel? So in the sequel, she goes to summer camp. And it's she researches it. She finds a, a camp in Ohio, not very far from home. And this camp is a camp for children with special needs. Um, I found out in the research as I was writing this that you have to be very careful about words you use. Like some people are offended by the term special needs. Uh, you have to, you know, so it was, it was careful. It was a delicate path to describe the kids who went to this camp, all of who had various levels of disabilities, who had to be
0: described in a way that was acceptable to all readers. What was the whole writing process like for that book? Was it easy to get back into that character's mindset? What was that like? It's been 10 years, but she's only aged a year. So it
1: was so hard. This is the hardest I have ever worked This is the oldest I've ever been, so maybe that's it. But this is the hardest book because I put my heart into it. You know, it's called Out of My Heart and a whole lot of my heart I put into it. I did tons and tons of research, uh, massive amounts of research because every single aspect had to be perfect. I couldn't make a mistake. I you know, I couldn't and I had to be very careful. There are children of with various kinds of needs and disabilities at her camp. So every single child that I described, I had to research that disability. I had to make sure that it was accurate, supportive and respectful as I described the special needs of the children at the camp, um, one of the kids at her camp has autism, and that could be huge. The whole um, the spectrum, the spectrum mm-hmm. of of young people identified as having autism or having autistic tendencies is huge. So I had to go through the research, make sure I knew what I was talking about, Um there's a scene in the book where the whole camp goes horseback riding. I had to go riding on a horse so that I could accurately describe what it felt like to be on the back of a horse. And they're tall, taller <laughs> than I thought. But I did it. All right. um, they go ziplining. I had to go on a zip line so that I could accurately describe what
0: it felt like as she zoomed down that line. Okay. That sounds like a lot of fun, that research part. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to multi-award winning author Sharon Draper. Now, let's talk about some of your books. So I'll ask you a question about your books. You let me know which one of your books is the best fit for the question. The book that took you the longest to write.
1: Uh, Copper Sun. All right. That took 10 years. 10 years? Wow. Well, I didn't work on it every day.
0: All right. Um, your most personal book, the book that reveals the most about your personal experience.
1: I try real hard not to put my personal experience in any book. Um, young people ask me that all the time. So, uh, which one of these characters is you? I said, none of them. Okay. Um, you know, I tell them I write fiction, I make stuff up. So I try real hard not to put myself in any story.
0: Okay, there you go. Fair enough. The book, your book that you have reread the most times?
1: Out of my mind. Because in order to write Out of My Heart, the sequel, I had to reread the Out of My Mind like 97,000 times (laughs) to make sure I did it right.
0: The book you're asked the most about?
1: Mm, Probably Copper Sun and Out of My Mind. Copper Sun because it's for older readers and it is so powerful. The whole idea of having everything taken away from you and you being forced to be live in a different country, speak a different language and on top of that, be a slave. So that one and probably out of my
0: mind. Okay. The book you were most afraid to release.
1: Mm, I don't think I've ever been afraid to release anything because I don't write anything that's too edgy Because I write for children, for young people. So I'm careful about what I write. So I don't think I've been afraid to release anything. I've been very proud of everything I've done.
0: The book that was the most fun to write? The most fun? um,
1: Probably um, one of the the, the Jericho series, the Battle of Jericho. And in that trilogy where Jericho and the kids, they're high school kids. They're goofing around. Uh, they play in the band. They play football. So that was fun. The book that seems to
0: connect the most with boys.
1: Mm, probably the Jericho books. Actually, the boys write me all the time. Say, all your characters are always girls. Can you write a boy book? And I have promised them I would. And mm. I'm actually working on one well boy Is the main character. I I owe it to my young men. So yes, that's coming.
0: Okay. The book you think would make the best movie. (sighs) Besides all of them, of course, right?
1: Um, Copper Sun and Out of My Mind. Copper Sun because of the power of the historical fiction. And Out of My Mind because nobody's made a movie about a little girl who can't walk and can't talk. And just the challenge of filming that would be... Um wonderful. There's actually been some nibbles about uh Out of My Mind as a movie. But um the pandemic happened and things slowed down. So I don't know where that stands.
0: Alright. So I want to touch on this. Um we talked about Out of My Mind, but I just want people to know, Jess, this book has been still consistently on the New York Times bestselling list and it's in you mentioned how it's been 10 years 10 since. 12 years and it's still it still is on the New York Times
1: bestseller list what is that like I mean <laughs> just it just lives there right um well school's, are they
0: charging you rent for that <laughs> <yeah>.
1: schools, <laughs> schools use the book in classrooms so uh, and teachers use it on a regular basis because it's it, it's a easy read. It's a powerful read. And there's so much discussion that a teacher can have with students after
0: reading it. All right. Again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. And with our guest, Sharon Draper, award-winning New York Times bestselling author, former National Teacher of the Year um, from right here in Cincinnati, Walnut Hills High School. Now, what advice would you give to parents as we're heading back to school? Our kids are just getting back to school. What advice would you give to young people?
1: Um, Well, I hope that during this time that you've been at home that you took the time to read with your children. But if not, start now. Read with your children. Instead of saying, um, you know, giving them an iPad and say, go play, sit down, take the time and read with them. Have them read to you. Read out loud to them. Read a chapter out loud. You read a chapter, he reads a chapter. Uh, Sharing a book with a child will make that child remember that book for the rest of their life. Go to the library. They're still open and they're lonely. Go to your local (laughs) library. And they are so knowledgeable. Just say... I want a book for my son who doesn't like anything except for uh, trucks. Well, here's our section on books on trucks. They're wonderful, wonderful resources. So please use your local library. The Cincinnati Public Library System is excellent. Use them.
0: Okay. What advice would you have for reluctant readers? And maybe parents there as well, but reluctant readers. I think that's a challenge for a lot of parents because they're competing with the Xboxes and all these other, all other screen time. Um, again, it takes interaction to move a
1: reluctant reader. Uh, I would start with what the child was interested in. Let's say the the child's interested in race cars. Find a book on race cars. Magazines are real good resources they've got lots of pictures and you know like motor trim magazine that kind of thing uh if your child is interested in race cars and read with them say oh did you read this page about? tell me about this new car that's coming out and the child will read the magazine without realizing that he's reading um and You have the information going in and you have a conversation happening because of it. So find what the child is interested in and start with
0: magazines and don't don't scare them away with books. All right. There you go. Now, let me ask you this as a writer on the days when you're writing and the words just aren't flowing. What do you do to inspire yourself to keep writing? I eat ice cream. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I know you love Grater's too. Grater's vanilla bean
1: ice cream, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get vanilla bean (laughs) everywhere, but uh, vanilla ice cream soothes me. And seriously, uh, I have to take a break. I I eat uh, ice cream probably too much. I'll go for a walk. You've got to do some exercise. You've got to exercise your mind, your body, and um,
0: your ice cream fetish (laughs) (laughs) all right so the new book out of my heart will hit bookshelves this tuesday november 9th you can pick up the book at your favorite local bookstore or anywhere books are sold
1: i'm very thankful to simon and schuster for um you know the time and effort they took for the cover art and the decorations and oh on the cover there's uh fireflies lightning bugs (laughs) And um, that goes all the way back to when I was a little girl and we used to go outside at night and chase lightning bugs and put them in a jar. And the lightning bugs are significant in the
0: story. All right. There you have it. All right. We're out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, Sharon Draper, how can they find out more?
1: Um, You can go to my website, which is SharonDraper.com and click on there. And anything that you need, any question that you want, it's it's got a section to where you can ask me questions. Uh, I do my best to answer all of those in a timely fashion. But everything you ever wanted to know and more is on my website at
0: SharonDraper.com. All right. Thank you so much for taking time and thank you for stopping by. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful. We've been speaking to former National Teacher of the Year, New York Times bestselling author Sharon Draper. Again, the title of the new book is Out of My Heart. For more information on Sharon Draper, more information on her books, you can always visit our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Head there now, like us there now, and follow us there now. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged